Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, episode number eight, Just the News. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, a couple corrections from last week, an update on some previous stories I've covered, another new black belt, and some follow-ups on some giveaways. All right, this is going to be a quick one. I had a 72-hour work week this week, which leaves me with a 36-hour weekend. And there was very little news set in, so not going to be much here. I didn't have time to create a topic or anything like that this week. In corrections and additions, wanted to apologize for anybody that follows me on social media because I accidentally reposted episode one. I was... In Podbean, updating the show notes with a new Discord invite to put in there because I accidentally deleted the one that I had listed in the old show notes and I didn't realize it was going to repost it everywhere. So I apologize if that confused a few people. Also, uh, last week when I was talking about the Shoutout Monday series, it's Starlock Shoutout Monday series currently being hosted by Pocket Woman while he's on hiatus. I said that it was for channels. With less than a thousand subscribers, it's not. It's actually less than 100 subscribers. I know that. I've said it correct in the past. I just misspoke and I didn't catch it. So sorry about any confusion that caused. Also, when discussing Reed Witt last week, I gave a link to his Reed Witt channel on YouTube. That one is for his knife making and stuff primarily, and he has a separate channel called Lotto Lock which is for his lock sport stuff. So if you want to go check that out, I will have a link in the show notes for that. In news related to lock sport this week, we have an article that I'll link in the show notes that's a Canadian man was charged with 18 offenses, including sexual assault and firearms offenses. And along with that, he was charged with possession of lock picking tools. The article does not reference him being caught trying to pick locks or anything like that it references that there a search warrant was served and then these charges were brought so i don't know if they found the picks on his person when they arrested him if they found them in his home when he when they did the search warrant and they're doing that charge in relation to the other crimes this story i thought brought up the point of lock picking tools can be an extra charge thrown on if you're charged with anything else relevant. So it's just something to keep in mind. Even if you're charged and you're not guilty, yes, innocent people do get charged for things, but that can be an extra thing that they can throw on there. If you have an EDC kit, you're carrying them with you every day and you get picked up on something, you know, suspicion of whatever, that can be an extra charge that they can throw on you. Just something to think about if you're going to be carrying your picks with you. And actually in Canada, I'm a little vague on the laws, but I looked it up real quick. It looks like you can actually be charged if you are carrying them outside your house in Canada, or at least in some areas. And then a follow-up on a story I covered in episode number three, where a woman was arrested for breaking into storage units, and she had lock picks on her 
the although it appears she was cutting the locks primarily but one one thing on the update story that they cover is that the way she was getting into the storage unit or the storage facilities was in one case she used a passcode from for somebody that rents there and in other cases she was using the emergency access code for like fire departments so it sounds like they may have a common code for fire departments which seems like a really bad idea because once it gets out then yeah stuff like this can happen so just something to think about where i work we have one facility that is not guarded by an active security guard all the time it has a perimeter fence that's electrified and it has a automatic gate and an alarm system and the way the fire department gets in if they need access after hours is there's an ox box that has the codes and stuff that they need to get in so and that's protected by a medico key in our area that's better to me than some sort of common code it would seem anything is a compromise to allow for the fire department to get in but at least a medico protected well-secured knock box is our knocks box is better than just having a common pin code it would seem but anyway and back in episode number four the value of community i talked about a challenge lock that was being created by rune picker georgia jim and picking patriot well uh rune picker has completed his part for now and has passed it on to georgia jim so there is a video on Georgia Jim's channel, number 45, called Package from Room Picker. I'll put a link in the show notes. And it's him receiving the package, pulling out the lock, picking it in its current state before he goes and does his work, which will be pins and springs and stuff like that. If you want to check the progress on that project, then go check out that video. And I failed to notice that I had my notifications turned off still on Twitter. I did that a while back, especially during the, the political stuff. It got overwhelming and I just turned them off. And I, I turned them off and I forgot that I had them off. And Cherell tagged me on there to a post by LockNoob where he did a review of a lockpicking logbook. And Cheryl thought it might be interesting for some of you in the community. So I thought I would share a link to the video in the show notes if you want to go check it out. It's basically a log book where you can log the locks, details about the locks, your attempts at picking them, your successes, your failures, stuff like that. And if anybody's interested, you can go check out that video. Music signifies that we have a new Black Belt announcement on the Lockpickers United Discord. The announcement is, congratulations to our newest Black Belt at Type Regal. He made some DD picks and picked some DD locks. Made a couple pretty DD cutaways too. Sounds like he's the disdetainer expert over there. Or at least one of them, there are quite a few. But if you're on the Lockpickers United Discord, make sure you go over there and congratulate him. Thank you to everyone that contributed to this episode and to everyone that has shared the podcast with others. Producers for this episode, first off, I want to thank Meddler, 
and that's with threes instead of E's. I'll have a link in the show notes to his YouTube channel. Um, he is my first Patreon subscriber, so my first patron, and he has started doing Locksport on his YouTube channel just recently. So, including he did a uh, video for Rook Knight's 200 giveaway where he picked an American 1100 upside down, which that's quite an accomplishment. A lot of people find them hard enough to pick right side up. So if you want to go over there and check him out, it would be much appreciated. And then other stories were provided by Rune Picker, Culper Woodhull, Panda Frog, Chirel. And so I will have links to all of their YouTube channels in the show notes. And I want to put a special thanks out to Reed Witt and Pocket Woman for correcting me and catching my mistakes and making sure to keep me honest. It's really important to the integrity of the show. Uh, I want to make sure that if I make mistakes, that I get a correction out there at the beginning of the next episode, if I possibly can, because I think it's important that I'm putting out accurate information. And I want to thank Pocket Woman for sharing the podcast on her channel. I definitely saw a few more downloads after she did that. So thank you very much, Pocket Woman. So if you get value from this podcast, remember that you can help support it too. Send in any news, links, event information, giveaway information, anything you have that's Locksport related to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other contact methods that are listed in the show notes, or you can go to support.thelocksportscast.com and find all the different ways to contact me there too. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends, either online or in person. And you can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, or you can subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal. Giveaways this week. I want to start off with a reminder that Culper Woodhull is doing two giveaways that you guys listening to the podcast have kind of exclusive access to the rules right now. So I want to make sure that you take advantage of those. Right now he's got one running where he's giving away a medical original. If you go, if you're part of the Locksport community already established on YouTube, YouTube or Lockpickers United, and he knows who you are, you can go to the video where he picks his Medico last week, Monday, and you can, le- you can like the video, comment on the video, using the word rotate in a sentence in the comment, and you'll be entered into the giveaway. He plans on doing the giveaway draw, I believe we talked, and it was Wednesday, which is the 29th. So this podcast will post on Monday. That only gives you a couple of days left to get in there and do it. So just a reminder, get on that. He also has another one where he's giving away six Masterlock 410s and a beautiful custom pick made by To Be Deciphered. And if you go over to his channel and check it out, he's about halfway through the series. He's picking one of the, the Master 410s every Tuesday for a lot of Lock Tuesday. And when he gets the sixth one open, he will announce the rules on that video. If everything stays on schedule, that should be the 11th of August. However, he gave me permission to give the rules out ahead of time. So if you are in the Locksport community, you need to make a video on your YouTube channel of picking a lock. And that proves two purposes, or that serves two purposes. It proves that you are part of the community 
and that those locks and the pick will be used the way they're supposed to, not just somebody coming in to scoop some giveaway prizes. It also is an encouragement to some people to get out there and start making YouTube videos and become a part of the community. So if you're new to it and you're not comfortable, it's okay to make a silent video. Just make a video picking a lock and then like, comment, and subscribe on the, the video. I believe that would be the sixth picking video, but I think you probably should get out there and like and comment on all six of the Lotto Tuesday videos. And make sure you have the hashtag 2BPickGiveaway. That's 2B as in Bravo, pick giveaway, all one word. I'll have a copy of that in the show notes so that you can get the spelling right. Use that in the title of the video so that he can find it. He'll announce the winner on Friday, August 14th. So just a few days after his last picking video. So this advanced set of rules gives you a real advantage to get out there and get a head start on everybody. And I want to thank Culper for doing this. He doesn't have to. He volunteered to do this on his own just to help me out and to help you guys out. And I really think you guys should get out there and show him some support and make sure you get entered in his giveaways. Panda Frogs, mini Panda Frog giveaway is still running as of the time I'm recording this at least. He's expecting a mini Panda Frog. If you go over to his channel, I'll have a link to the video in the show notes and check out the rules. The basics are you have to make a video using the hashtag mini Panda Frog in the title, single pin pick a lock. You get four chances to win because you're going to guess the try and guess the birthday, try and guess the birth weight, try and guess the birth size, and then he'll do one random winner. You only get to win one prize per person, but you get four chances to win. And the expected due date, so everybody knows, is the 5th of August. So that gives you a range to work around. And the giveaway is running right now. It ends whenever Mini Panda Frog is born. So I wouldn't delay. Sometimes babies come early. And I'm still doing my giveaway where I'm giving away one of my custom pack locks every month. The way you enter is providing me with information that I can use in the podcast. Any news, links, events, anything you have that's Locksport related. If I use it in the podcast, that's one entry for every item I use in in the podcast. So if you send me multiple items per week and I use them, you get multiple entries per week. You also can get an entry by sharing the podcast on social media and making sure that I know about it by tagging me and or emailing me a copy of the post so that I know. And that's really about it this week. I didn't have too much going. Remember that this podcast needs your support. You can support the podcast by sending me information. Anything Locksport related, doesn't matter. Just send it in and I'll filter through it. Share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever your other favorite podcasting app is. You can subscribe or donate via Patreon or PayPal. And if you support the show, I'll give you a shout out. So make sure you give me whatever, a link to your YouTube or blog or whatever it is you want shared on the podcast. And I will make sure that happens. Thank you very much and keep it legal.